All right, and we are live right now on uh, Twitter and Twitch. And I'm going to have to share it. Um, we had a little bit of StreamYard uh, snap news earlier, and I couldn't fix it, so it is what it is. I'm going to share it onto all the places. But I do want to welcome um, our guest, Mac Griffin. I always have to remember to call you Mac because that's not how I was introduced to you the first time, and so I always use your full name. Um, and actually, I think it was one of the shows that we were on. I'd noticed, I was like, oh, he wrote Mac. Apparently, he goes by Mac and I did not know that until right this very moment and I still forget. <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's easier for people to say than Maccabee sometimes. So I feel like Maccabee is it, Maccabee is unique though. I don't think it I've is. ever heard another Maccabee. It, there it, we're rare. There's yeah. there's not very many of us. No, the reason why I, I put Mac Griffin instead of Maccabee Griffin was just because the space on the on the screen. So yeah. It makes it a lot easier because I, yeah. I was going to say Maccabee Griffin of Mac Griffin VO, and it literally took it with the dot 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 dot. Maccabee Griffin of the Mac Griffin Society Club, Maccabee Mac 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 Mac. Yeah, yeah. Maccabee Mac, don't talk back. Just call me old. I need to the, stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the me. MG. <laughs> I'm the MG of VO, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I have. I this is where like my silly comes out whenever i start thinking that's how my brain works i don't know anyway so we've had for the these people, conversations we have had these conversations <laughs> so for the people that don't know who you are can you just share just who's mac or Maccabee or mac Macky mac <laughs> i love you sometimes <laughs> <laughs> um i am mac or Maccabee, either one or hey guy i, I hey usually guy. Do, hey Thank guy you. Hey, you, dad. Uh, yeah, various things. Um, <laughs> I am a local voiceover actor located in the Indianapolis area. And uh, I have been doing this for almost two years. I've been helping small businesses around the, uh, around the U.S. as well as a couple in different uh, countries, uh, England and Amsterdam, to be precise. Um, and help them to work on promos as well as character voices and other things, you know, just to be able to recover majorly, especially after uh, 2020. Yeah, we're absolutely. trying to we're trying to preserve as many small businesses as possible, which is so important because, mm -hmm. um, as everybody knows, I mean, it's hard for a small business anyway. It's it's mm -hmm. so hard for small businesses to be able to tap into what they need to do with a limited amount of resources. But last year completely crushed um, a lot of small businesses. And, you know, they still haven't 100% recovered even to the point that they were before. So I think, you know, that that out of the box thinking at looking at different ways to kind of get the customer clients um attention is super important right now and i i think that for for the i can't say the first time but the first time for me anyway people are ready to hear these out of the box things because mm -hmm. you know i have always considered myself a out of the box marketer so if you ask me what i do i always say that you know i do pr and out of the box marketing consulting because that's what i like i you know that cookie cutter stuff works until it doesn't and there's so many people doing it that you really have to think outside of the box to really get some traction especially now so i, I know one of the things that um, we were talking about before we went live was just your legacy project i wanted to make sure um i do want to kind of circle back to obviously what you do as far mm -hmm. as the voiceover but i do want to make sure that we touch on that project because i think it is 
first of all, just amazing. And I want you to just share with people that are listening and watching just what that is. Okay. Well, one of the greatest things that I do is I, pres I help preserve stories one word at a time, because the longer that we have the, me the messages out there, the better. That way we don't come to the point where we start to repeat history. And so what the legacy project is, it's a little prep package um, that is that I've uh, conjured up with a local company called the Memory Collective, um, who also is ran by a young uh, solopreneur called by the name of Kara Long. She's a wonderful woman. Uh, she's got a lot of a uh, lot of things going on in her life that make this such a great project to work with. Um, and what we do is we take what she does. Let me start with that. The Memory Collective is a local company here in the Indianapolis area. And what she does is that she helps people all over the U.S. and all over the world to interview them via Zoom, internet, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And she takes those audio files and transcribes them into a book. And she works with the local binder here in the Indianapolis area as well to make that book look like it's antique. So it's, it's something that looks like it's something that's been around for generations because that's what we want. So what the legacy project itself is, is that we're taking those audio files and we're also taking those, um, those videos that she has and forgot to put my phone on silent. That's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we don't want to do that. Um, but what we're doing is we're taking those things and we're making them into mini documentaries for each story. And what I do as a voiceover actor is I narrate the historical background to it. I also do a lot of the historical um, context of uh, going out there and researching it as well. That way we can actually make that story life. We can bring it back to life and just give it a little bit more context for that story. Um, for instance, we have one going on right now, um, which was her uncle who passed away um, Back in February, he was a wonderful man by the name of Al Long, and he was a World War II vet. So he was about 90, I think he was 97 when he passed on. Um, but one of the things that no one knew about him was that during his time in World War II, he had won six Bronze Stars. Now, if anybody who is anybody that knows anything about the military, Bronze Stars is one of the major uh, medals and med the the biggest one of the biggest awards that you can get it's literally under the medal of honor yeah. and the great thing about it was is that he had six of these and the reason why he earned wow. them was because of the fact that he was part of a squad uh the 493rd squadron fighters that actually um was behind the front line when the first army pushed through from on d-day from utah all the way up to germany Mm -hmm. And every time that that front line moved up, they had to write, they had to build a new airfield so that strikers could come in, they could get repaired, they could get fueled up, but also so that they could bring in uh, the, the uh, wounded. And that way they could just keep going and keep going and keep going. So he did this every time. So he was at every major, um, major campaign during World War II when it came to the European theater. 
And these are stories that would not survive if no one knew about them. Thankfully, Kara being the way she is and wanting to preserve as many stories for people as she wants to, did all these interviews with her family. And we were able to take stories. We're going to put them into a video for everyone to see here in the next couple of months. And that way it can last forever. Yeah. So. And so how can people get involved in this or is this kind of a private, like I explain a little bit on that. Cause I know you spoke a little bit about this before and I was mm -hmm. intrigued and I know that and a couple other people were also intrigued by this. Is this something that people can get involved with and help? Or is this something that's more like a service? Explain a little bit about, you know, that end of things. Well, currently right now it's a service. That okay. It's a package that you can go on the memory collective co.com and you can go through all of her services that she provides. And like I said, we take those things, those audio files and those videos, and we transcribe them, put them working with local videographers, working with local people around the area to create this mini documentary. Now, anybody that wants to be involved in it, you can get involved. You can talk to us. We can see what we can work out. If you're weighing it for your families, by all means, get in touch with us by going to the memorycollectiveco.com. Uh, you can put your information in there, and we would be happy to tell your stories. Because one thing about these stories is, is they're unique, and that's what we want. We want, we want to tell everybody's stories because every story is unique. They're never the same. We talked, like you said, Maria, with all the uh, cookie cutter stuff. Yeah. None of these stories are going to be cookie cutters. No, they're going exactly. And I, I think that's the beauty of it. Honestly, I think it's the beauty of it that you know you're able to not only preserve these stories, mm -hmm. but also just the idea of hearing other people's stories and mm -hmm. really getting to experience that. I, that sounds intriguing. You know, I wish. Um, you know, I've got people that have passed and stuff, and mm -hmm. I wished I had been able to preserve those stories. I can remember my grandparents telling stories and stuff, and, you know, once once they're gone, you know, the only thing you have is the memories. So the yeah. idea that you would actually have, you know, something that you go, could go back, because you forget details. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, like, I can remember little pieces, but there's details that I've for, forgotten. I can't ask them any longer. So if, I, think, I think a project like this has so many applications on not only helping people that knew them, but, you know, generations away that would have never known them. They get to experience a piece of them. I would have loved to have something like that. Of Think about, think about even like your family, like generations and generations back. Oh, you had something right. to go back and watch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And to just get to know them in such a way. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. That, yeah. That's priceless. Absolutely. It is. And that's a great thing about this project is that right now it's a service that we provide. But the reason why we call it the legacy project is because we're going to be working with we're, in the future. We're going to be working with many different companies around along the way around the world. Uh, we've got a company that we're working with called you, the memory uh, company or you, the brain company, excuse me. And they are working on a process to help people with dementia and Alzheimer's. So the way that we could figure in later on is the using this as a tool for them. That way that when someone uh, goes in, they see the story first after a while. And then after a couple of weeks, they go back and they see this and they're like, why did I say that? That wasn't real. I, I, I must've misspoke or something because this is what actually happened. Yeah. 
And that's yeah. the, that's the cause is that we want to be able to preserve as many stories as possible. That means with your veterans, we love veterans as a veteran myself. Um, I, I love sitting down with my old world war two, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, Vietnam, Korea, all of them, even, even the Iraqi war. Cause that's when I was in, but just sitting out and just having that, that feel of, uh, just being able to tell each other's stories and learn from them and just be intrigued by what people went through is something that we love doing as veterans alone. But because there's not that many World War II vets left or, uh, and we're slowly starting to get into the Korean War and Vietnam War, we want to preserve as much of that history as possible because we can learn from it. That way we don't have to go through it again. And there's a lot of people, our baby boomers right now, that have so many stories during the 50s that of going through like the nuclear war uh, recoveries or the um, uh, the scares and the fear that it felt and what, you know, the little trainings that they had. There's all kinds of little videos out there of training of what you should do when this happens and that oh, yeah. this and that. So this way you can say, no, that's actually not. This is the reason why we did it or this is what we actually did. So it, it, it separates propaganda from reality Absolutely. or at least as close to reality as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it, like you said, it preserves the memories. It also mm -hmm. teaches the whys, the why, yeah. the why of some things, because, you know, you get generations removed and it's a guesstimation at best. And mm -hmm. sometimes we may have, something preserved but it's usually one or two people that have preserved whatever it is but you know the fact that life is very you know much perspective based the more perspectives we have of a given situation really starts to build a historical accurate you know event so i really i love the idea of just having these stories and be able being able to um, collect these memories, and I, I love the name, the the Legacy Project, because it it is. It's it it can be looked at as leaving a legacy for your family, but not mm -hmm. only that, like history history of an area, history mm -hmm. of an event, history of a business, history of so many things. You Absolutely. know, it gives that timeline. It gives that what happened and you know what they went through because sometimes it's a lot of people don't see what goes on until a certain point. Mm -hmm. And there's so much that happened before that point that they start to notice that really capturing that I think is intriguing, but I love history. <laughs> I love like learning about things and um, I'm an information junkie. I'm a research junkie. I, I love it. I love it. So that right. that's the reason that that really appealed to me is I was like, Oh my gosh, I would just, I would love to just, just to hear these stories. It's just, it, it gives me goosebumps, honestly. Oh yeah. The, the big, one of the biggest things that we're, we're hoping to do in the next couple of years, hopefully I'm, I'm hoping and praying that by, you know, 10 years down the road, we're going to have a place located. She's going to have an actual building to go to and people can actually come in. They can do their edit or do their videos there in person. Yeah. Um, and we can actually affiliate with other companies, other uh, organizations. You know, it could be an addition to uh, Ancestry.com. You know, yeah. you get your DNA, then you've got your, they have a small community already that you can just, talk yeah. to people but yeah. now you can have hey yeah we had a great grandfather you and me and this is some of the stories that he had here you go absolutely absolutely it, it gives just like a day in a life of 
where you came from. Obviously, we can see certain things from, you know, paperwork down the road, but paper can burn. Paper can get lost. This, we have an oral story in a digital form. And then, like you said before, before with the businesses, oh my gosh, there's so many businesses that have been around for years, for decades. And just thinking of the day that they started to now, I know there's a local restaurant here in, in Noblesville that's been around for 70 years. Just yeah. think about that. That that's that is such yeah. a huge time frame that it's been a success not only for that long, but think about all the memories of families that have been with that company, that have worked there or have been there since they were a kid. You know, going with their baby, come back. You know, sixty years old, they're still going there. Yeah, there's absolutely. tons of stories. Tons of stories. So. How did you get involved in this project? Was it, did you get hired in to do some type of voiceover work or did you just know the person that started this from somewhere else? We actually started to talk on Alignable. Uh, Alignable, if no one knows, Alignable is a wonderful um, program online uh, that all these small businesses come in and we network with one another. We help one another to do this. We also just try to do business with one another. And you can go on there. It's just like LinkedIn, but it's just a different version for small and not, businesses. And not spammy. LinkedIn has got so spammy lately. Yeah. There, I'm back to no the point spammy. that I'm like not using LinkedIn much anymore. It gives me anxiety. It's another yeah. story for another day. <laughs> I promise you, Alignable, they're doing really good with it right yeah. now, honestly. Yeah. I think it's a great thing. I've been able to do a lot of business for for companies yeah. all over this place. And uh, I just got done talking to a, a transportation one in uh, California in mm-hmm. Orange County. And he's a small business owner, uh, chauffeuring people around. I told him I'd do a promo for him this morning. So yeah. we're going to be working on That's something. Great. I got, and the great thing about this, to answer your question, sorry. No, you're, no, 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 no. This is what this <laughs> is. You know what? We yeah. are having discussions. We yep. go where the conversation takes us. That's true. Um, <laughs> but I actually learned of the Memory Collective through networking. Um, and we just we just started talking to get to know each other. The first conversation we had, we were on the phone for almost two and a half hours just talking and and just having fun, just talking about each other's history, talking about history in general and stories. And we had this idea of, Hey, why don't we take those, those stories that you already have in, in audio video and just put it as a package. And we just started talking. Uh, We talked to the, the, you, the brain company and got involved with them. Uh, got involved with another uh, young lady, Amy. I love her to death. She's very good at um, planning and being a project manager. Um, And then, you know, we got involved with uh, a a, a local videographer uh, by the name of, uh, oh my gosh, Nora. My brain just went for it. Um, And she, her business, her small business, um, Monumental Moments, uh, she just, uh, she deals with, kids uh for weddings as well as first birthdays so and we just all started to just talk to each other and just have fun with this and just figuring out having all these huge ideas of where this could go and yeah it it just went from there and we just finally had a story for like i said with al um 
certain things just fall into place with his death and everything. God rest his soul. He was a wonderful man. I didn't get to know I didn't get to meet him, but his family have been wonderful. They've been loving to me. They actually brought me in uh, sometimes and we've just been talking. Um, and then we just went from there and we've been pushing it out. I've been pushing it out, networking. Many other other people involved are been pushing out to people. And we're, like I said, we're just trying to connect with organizations all over the world. Our goal, our vision of it is the legacy project being this huge tree that can be seen from anywhere in the world. And every story that we tell is just another tree that's built being brought up under it. So by the end of this whole thing, you've got a great big forest with one huge tree in the center. And that's, that's what I, we want. I love that analogy. I I, I love trees anyway. But <laughs> so as soon as you, the tree, you love like, nature I'm anyways, we know. I'm in. I do. I love nature. <laughs> I absolutely love nature. And you know, and, and I I I don't know that that project excites me. I think that's just fabulous on so many levels. And mm. you know, I'm I'm very much on you know story driven marketing, emotional driven marketing, and the reason that works is because we connect to it. So we connect to those stories. I'm I'm much more, you know, apt to do business with a you know company if I have been, you know, I have been brought in in such a way that I'm given the history or given you know the chance to really get to know that person or you know connected with it obviously on some way. And I think you know that's the reason that I even mentioned like obviously there's there's the Alzheimer's and dementia side. There's the preserving the history and you know and but there's also the side of it that you know you can really bring somebody in to like how you started your business. Mm-hmm. You know the because you go on that journey with them. And at that point, even though they wasn't there while they're watching this, they, they become a part of it. And once you're a part of it, you know, it creates that no like and trust factor. And you're more than halfway there on getting, you know, repeat customers because they're invested. So I I mean, I I love this. Um, I do want to kind of circle back and talk about your, your voiceover uh, work that you do. And, Mm -hmm. You know, for people that aren't familiar with a voiceover actor and what that really means, can you kind of explain, you know, um, maybe some of the things you do? Voiceover, yeah, it, it's a, it's so broad. It, it's so broad that we can do so many things. Uh, the, the, the easiest way that I tell people is, is that if it can have a digital voice to it, then we do it. And that can be anything from toys like they had back in the eighties with Teddy Ruxpin and all them thing, yeah. all those toys that we grew up with. But, um, Oh, good old Teddy Ruxpin. I'm old Teddy. <laughs> old Teddy. Elmo. Elmo yeah. is another one. Yeah. yeah. Elmo. <laughs> um, yeah. To tickle me Elmo. The first time he came around back in oh, like boy. 90, 99, 2000. Yeah. I, I had to fight for that one. My, my daughter wanted one so bad and I had to fight for that one. It was, it was a uh, war that year for that freaking toy. It was. just went like this oh, and he just shook. And I'm like, this, this is what everybody, yeah, this is what everybody, like, yeah. this is what everybody's fighting over. This is what. Yeah, Funny. literally that's all it was. And that was the same thing with Teddy and back in the eighties, mm-hmm. but we also do, you know, on hold uh, messages, you know, RVRs where, you know, when you call up a company and saying, hello, welcome to yeah. successfully chaotic. Press one for this, press two yeah. for this. That's, we do that. You know, uh, we do, we do a lot more than just commercials and 
character voices for animation, stuff like that, dubbing. Um, we do business narrations. And that's another reason, like when you said earlier with um, uh, having a legacy project for a business, that's basically what it is. Yeah. A business narration is telling everybody all about you, all about yeah. your company, all about what your core values are and why they should come to you, why people should come uh, work for you in explainer videos or training videos. We do literally everything, audiobooks, yeah. you know, narrations and stuff like that. So it's, it's, that's why I tell people it, it's easier just instead of just naming literally everything, if it needs a digital voice, yeah. we can do it. And there's, Absolutely. there's so many, the community, the voiceover community, you know, in the eighties had maybe 24 to 50 people doing it professionally yeah. all over. Now, our community, it's a small community still, comparatively speaking, but it's it's pretty big comparative to that 50. There's thousands of us out there now. Yeah. Thousands. And, do you, you think know, that some people don't consider themselves a voiceover actor because they don't do it full time? Because I know I've done some different voiceover type jobs before, but I, I don't consider myself a voiceover actor. I have zero training in that. <laughs> but I have, you know, I have been called to do different things before, especially um, vocal as far as singing, mm -hmm. you know, jingles and stuff like that. Cause I do have a right. background in, in singing, but yeah. you know, I, I, I definitely like if somebody was like, Oh, are you a voiceover actor? I would say no, <laughs> I am not. Yeah. There, <laughs> so. There's a difference. There's a difference. There's definitely um, a difference. There's a huge difference. Um, but there really isn't that much of a difference. Anybody can get into it. You just have to know, you have to do your research. There's mm -hmm. plenty of companies out there uh that will help you to train you there's plenty of veteran voiceover actors that have been doing it for 30 plus years 10 15 anymore it, it doesn't matter there's yeah. multiple coaches out there that will help you to develop a a, a way uh your voice will come up you know you can come off as warm and accepting you can come off as grizzled. Like I have a little bit of a, of a grizzled voice to mine. Lots of smoking back in the day. I never did. Uh, um, but there's multiple things, you know, there, for instance, I'll tell you something. And it's never, I always tell people is you can do it at any age. When I came in, I was informed that there is, you know, the, uh, the L'Oreal uh, uh, commercials that you hear on TV, that yeah. woman, yeah. who does it she's 80 yeah. plus years old oh wow she's 80 plus years old and she's been doing it maybe a couple of years but she has a wonderful voice she does so when I, I i started this when i was 38 i'm 41 now and so if someone says oh i'm too old for no you're never too old for this you're never too old you're never too young either. There are kids that do this. Oh, you need different voices for different things. Exactly. Absolutely. We do everything from dramas on TV to narrations on TV and uh, cartoons. We do all kinds of things. It's great. That's what I love about this. Now, I have to do. I have to say this one thing. You have to act. So you kind of have to take some workshops in regards to uh, learning the craft. Because the yeah. better that you get at it, and by all means, trust me, you're going to, you're going to continue to work. You're going to continue to learn. I've been doing this for a little while. I'm still learning. I'm learning from the best out there. And sometimes not even the best. I just learn from people. 
And the greatest thing about it is the fact that you can take your personal experiences and that's what you use to tell these stories. So do you find that a lot of people who start to get into voiceover acting, do you, do you feel like that there is a big learning curve? Oh, there's a people? huge learning curve. There's huge. The biggest thing that many people don't understand is it's not all about auditioning for this and that. It's, it's not like your average everyday uh, actor. You have to market yourself. And marketing is a key, is big, big in this way. Oh, yeah. Networking is huge. It's a oh, yeah. lot, 90% of the time, it's who you know that's going to get you the what you want. Exactly. And, and like, for instance, like I said, I, I work with people all over the world. I, I went on a online casting company, did an audition for them for something, never got anything off of that. But someone heard my voice, told a company in Amsterdam, who was working on a short animated film and they, they called me up and said, Hey, we want your voice for this. Can you do it? Yeah, sure. No problem. Send me the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I did it. And it premiered on the 14th at the image film festival in Norway and was seen as a huge hit. And awesome. now with that, it's going to be going through films, uh, theaters and film festivals all over Europe. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. That has to feel pretty good, though, especially I would think. And this is, again, coming from my very limited experience doing anything in that world. Mm -hmm. But it's very thankless sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah. You get forgotten a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I would think that the times where, you know, something does happen where there's like, oh, I did this, you mm -hmm. know, and you get to see something come up that has to be like, OK. Because I would think, you know, and I'm just, again, thinking my experience, my personality, too. I um, want to see a needle move. I want to see what I do. And I think, right. you know, for me, that's a big thing. I get bored easy, number one. And number two, like, that's the reason I like working with small businesses in lieu of larger mm -hmm. businesses. We do a few things for big businesses, but I don't like it. And the reason is, is because with a small business, I get to know them. I really get to dig mm -hmm. into who they are. I get to know them intimately. And then... Even further than that, I can watch their needle move. I can watch yeah. what I'm doing work and I can see it's mm -hmm. measurable. And in a big business, even if you're doing little things, it's like there's so much going on. You don't know if it's even is it worth it? You know what I mean? Is it is it working? And even if, you know, it's something that's attached to Google Analytics, let's say it's like Google Ads or something. Mm -hmm. It's measurable. But is it moving their needle majorly? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're so big. It's like, yeah. it's not the same thing for me. So that's why I was wondering if for you, if it seems kind of thankless at times, and then if that really makes it, I guess, worth it and worthwhile when something like you said just happened, happens. For me, I don't, I don't take it as thankless anymore. I really don't. Because of the fact that if, if I, if I could be the guy that just waits for something to happen uh -huh. and just wait forever on it. And then when something happens, if it doesn't go away, then, okay, what am I going to do for the rest of the time? For me, I see it as it's an accomplishment to me because a year ago, almost two years ago, there was a point where I wanted to quit. I was like, I wasn't getting any auditions. I wasn't being able to talk to people. You know, if, if you're in any, if, if you're any solopreneurs out there, freelancers, you know, one thing, one thing only 
cold calls suck. And 90% of the time they don't work. So when I was able to find networking groups and talk to people of various, uh, ideas of various companies, it works better for me. And I found that, okay, this is how I need to market myself because the other aspect is, is that a lot of voiceover actors, they just are talent and that's it. And they just, okay, give me a script. I'll read it. I'll record it. I'll give it to you. Well, do you do anything else? No, I just do that. And that limits them. So when I tell people I'm a voice actor, I'm also a voice actor consultant because what I do, I didn't even know that. I know. Surprise. I I was actually going to ask you that. I was going to be like, have you ever thought about consulting? And then you're like, well, I'm a consultant. I'm like, well, never mind. (laughs) I thought it was so smart for a second. I know shots fired. No. (laughs) Well, the reason why I say I'm a consultant is because if I don't know, let me back track back. I like to educate my, my clients. Mm -hmm. If people come in and they just want to know about what I do and how I do it, that's fine. I'll tell you, but my job is not to sell you anything. My job is to create a relationship with you and your business, because I want to be able to give you the best product. But if I don't know anything about you, it doesn't give you the best product. So my job is to not only get to know you, but also show you like what the national rate is for these, uh, for projects and they can vary. It's a long process, but the biggest thing I can tell you right now is that there's two different ways you have broadcasting and non-broadcasting broadcasting stuff. You got to deal with licenses and that can be expensive non-broadcasting things not that not as expensive but i tell them what it is i actually show them where they can look it up at them for themselves and then we just brainstorm on ideas for them for instance again um the company i was talking to earlier we got to know each other pretty well and so we started talking it was like okay how about this how about that so we came up to the idea of Hey, I'll, I'll do a promo for you and you can put it on your website. Mm-hmm. That way, one, you have something audio wise and you don't have to worry about licensing. Mm-hmm. You're starting out. Don't worry about that. So you have your web, you can put it on YouTube. You can put it on your social media. You can even attach it to your, your emails that you send out to your people, your clients. It's very simple. You know, there's a lot of, bro- uh, digital brochures out there. I have one and I'll talk about that later. Um, but you can attach the, that, attach them to that. So it, it's, it's easy that you can talk to people. You can work with local videographers, which by the way, there's tons of them out there that do this and they are wonderful. There are many of them that aren't good at it, but when you find the good ones, you'll want to keep them forever on end. I have a couple of media companies that I work out with and to me, they're the best, honest, hands down for the rate that they give you plus that. And then I, I own, I know a, uh, freelance writer in Florida. Her name is Lori Ann. I love Lori Ann. She's a wonderful woman. She has a heart of gold and she's been writing 30 plus years. She knows the, the, uh, 
the publishing companies in, in that area. She knows the industry. She knows how to write for a business. And that's why I use her. If I can't figure it out, guess what? I can go to her. I can send you all to her. She'll have her own rates for you. And then guess what? There's a videographer. But if I was a talent, I would just tell you, oh, I, I don't know any of that. And do you not have anything to for me to read? Well, then if you don't, then I can't do anything for you. But if I can tell you multiple people to go to, because everybody wants a one-stop shop. Yeah. And if I can't do it, I and believe me, when I tell you about these people, I'm not getting anything out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're no, not paying that. me. I'm not paying. I'm not getting paid anything for this. But I do it because I believe in what they're doing. I believe in what products they put out. And that's why I continue to go to them and to tell people about them. So I educate, I help you come up with ideas, and then I do the product for you. That's what a consultant does. That's what a V, that's what a voiceover person should do. I say voiceover person, voiceover artist, whatever you want, voice actor, we're all the same. Uh -huh. But when you can educate and make a relationship with your clients, then you've got you've got projects coming to you left and right from for a long time. Absolutely. That's what well, you know, it's because we do business with who we know, like and trust. And the mm -hmm. way to really create that is you do need to care about what they care about. You know, I you know, I know there are different types of um, clients. So there are some clients that prefer the hands-off approach. They mm -hmm. don't want to get to know you. They don't want, that's fine. But honestly, that's not my client. I am yeah. far too involved. I, I have, I found this out by working with people. I don't do well with the clients that don't want to be involved. Oh, yeah. I find that so difficult to work with them just because to do my job to the best of my ability, I need to dig in. I need to get to know what makes you tick. I need to get to know you, know your business, know your hopes, your dreams. And as cliche and silly as that sounds, it's it's true. Because once I have that, I kind of create the storyboard and then I can market the heck out of you. Mm -hmm. But if you just give me bullet points and yep. no emotion, you're I better can't. off going to somebody else because yeah. and I've turn people away because it's, it's just not, there has, it has to be that right relationship. And there are those marketing people out there that, that like hands off too. So it's yeah. like, you have to feel, figure out what works best for you. And I think that's why it's so important to, to network and mm -hmm. to get out there and talk because as you get to know people, you can kind of tell the people that you mesh well with you. The vibe is just there. And yep. that vibe is so, so, so important. And it just Absolutely. makes for a great overall relationship, you know, for your clients. And, you know, as you build your network, like you mentioned, you're able to refer to say, okay, mm -hmm. well, you know what, you would vibe super well with Mac, you need to meet him, you know, type of thing, yeah. because that is just, it, and that's what makes, that was, that's what makes it great as far as I'm concerned. And, and, and that's what makes business business, but exactly. you're also creating a relationship because every, like you said, Bullet points, yeah, we can do that. It's fine. Yeah. But you're going to have a lifeless message that's not going to get anybody out there. No matter exactly. how well of a of an actor you are, uh -huh. if you don't feel anything for it, you're not going to yeah. show that to people. And it's not going to work for anybody. So creating the, the relationships is better. It's better to have a relationship because then you're not a salesperson. You're not a salesman, saleswoman. You're not. 
Yeah. You're no. someone who wants to help. You um, are a friend later on. Like me and you, we've known each other for what? A couple of months? Yeah. Less than a year. Yeah. And and we've had how many conversations that have lasted freaking hours? Exactly. It's <laughs> so, because we vibe. See, I told you. I was yeah. like, oh, you vibe, you vibe. Yeah. And that's important. And you you get invested in that that person's success at that point, mm -hmm. too. And I like really dealing with people that have that outlook. It's to me, I would rather help you be the best version of yourself to be able to meet the people you need because you know maybe it's maybe there's a layer of it that's for me too because it makes me feel good if i can yeah. help you yeah. you know what i mean but you know i think that really getting out there and networking is i tell that to everybody i'm like mm -hmm. if you're struggling get out there start networking just just mm -hmm. talk to people talk just talk to people and don't try to show up with this like perfectly curated version of yourself you know that is so hard to maintain they you know will I mean? see through that in a heartbeat. They will it's see like, through that in a heartbeat. Forget that. Yeah. Just go yeah. ahead. And, you know, my, 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 I just go ahead and let it all shine. <laughs> I don't care. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. If you don't like it, that's fine. You know, that's, there's plenty of fish in the sea, as they say. There's plenty of marketing people. But, you know, I'm able to kind of skip over the bullcrap really fast because the people that know who I am and kind of what makes me tick, you know, we don't have to go through all the, the formalities and me try to be like, mm -hmm. Oh yes, we can go home. Yeah. They already know, yeah. you know, they know who I am. And yeah. I think that's why it's so important to really, you know, be yourself and develop. Figure, sometimes you have to figure out who you are though. True. Yeah. You know, figure True. out really who you are and then show up as yourself, that real raw and authentic self. And that really starts to develop, you know, your, your tribe, you know, your, your people. And I, I think that even kind of goes full circle back into even the legacy project, you know, mm -hmm. honestly, because, you know, when you're when you start to meet your clients, and you get to know them on a deep level, you know, their family stories a lot of times, because I know my clients, I become friends with my clients. Oh, yeah. I, become friends with my clients. I mean, half the time they're texting me just has nothing to do with business or just texting me like, hey, you'll never guess what? Because I become <laughs> friends with my clients. It just yep. I don't know. It's just what happens. And so I know a lot of their family stories. Mm -hmm. And to be able to really capture that for a lot of people, I think would be super important. And here, here's a here's another way of thinking of it, too, is that from a business point of view, if you know that person's story, you know what their life is like, what they're about, and you get that vibe very quickly, then you know exactly how you can help them. You know how to mm -hmm. give them the best product. Absolutely. Because if you, and like I said, if you do bullet points, like I said, there's some people that can do the cookie cutter thing and it works. That's fine. Be, be you, be, mm -hmm. be that, be your potential. But for, for many of us, when you go to a business, the first thing I always tell people is, how can I help you? Yeah. Because I really want to know, how can I help you? Because believe me, if I was doing this for the, for the money, <laughs> I would, no, no, you don't get paid a lot. And yeah. they're very few and far in between. Any actor will tell you that. Oh yeah. You, know, you can get a project, you can get a gig, but it you may be six, seven months in between. Yeah. So you have to have another job. Thankfully, my wife is a radiation therapist and I love her to death. We've been married for 16 years. Wonderful woman, beautiful woman, heart of gold. But I, I, I love my cancer killer. I love her. <laughs> and that's why. And the, the other thing is, is that since she does that, I'm able to stay home, 
be a stay-at-home dad because I also have a 14-year-old and a 5-year-old. And if anybody thinks, if any other parents are out there, you all know the same thing. There's either hybrid or there's all virtual when it comes to their school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine is hybrid. So someone has to be here all the time. So it's easier for me to do that and still do my business at the same time. So mm -hmm. it's worked out. God has allowed it to work out for me, which is great. That is great. The other aspect is, is that for, for other people that don't know me and you and our relationship, we actually have stuff that's in common. We have a lot of things in common. Absolutely. And that's why we talk to each other. Like she said, there's sometimes I'll just text her. I'll just send her stuff. And she does yeah. the same thing with me. Yeah. But the one of the other things is that we both know how hard it is to not only be an entrepreneur, a parent, but also to have on special needs as well for our children. Mm -hmm. you know, my children, I have two boys. Both are on the spectrum. If people don't know, autism spectrum disorder. I have two autistic children. One is five, one is 14. 14 year old would never notice it until he started speaking. Yeah. Because he acts just like anybody else. So there's a lot of stressors involved. But like I said, I take all those experiences, all that, all those things that I've lived and I put it into the products for my, for my, my clients because Absolutely. I want them to have the best thing and relationships matter. They Absolutely. Do. Hands down. They matter. And that's why I do what I do. I do it because I want to help create a, a community that actually knows its history and preserves it. There's not many of us, mom, pa, uh, restaurants or shops out there anymore. There's a lot of entrepreneurs. There's a lot of yeah. solopreneurs, but there's not that many mom, pa restaurants anymore. I'll say yeah. restaurants because that's the biggest thing that we always say. So if I'm able to keep that restaurant around for 70 years, 80 years, a hundred years, because of what I've been able to give them, that's fine by me. That works. Yeah. Awesome. I get paid a little bit here and there, but my biggest pay is that I've helped increase someone's legacy and keep it something going in a family. And I think that is admirable. And I really, you know, I like you. I like okay. you. I think everything you do is great. And, you know, we do. Not everything, we, but close Well, okay, fine. The things that I know are great. <laughs> and then we obviously, you know, have a lot in common as far as special mm -hmm. needs. It is its own, you know, animal to deal with as far as like mm -hmm. just, you know, the things that go on with being a special needs parent. For our, for our viewers and our listeners, can you um, let everybody know where they can maybe find out a little more about the Legacy Project, where they can find out a little more about what you do? For the memory for the Legacy Project, you can go to the memorycollectiveco.com and you can set up, you can fill out a form for mm -hmm. to uh, meet with us. And then we will talk about the other services first, because without those services of knowing you know, your story and how it'll work, then we can't work with the legacy project itself. Uh, we are currently working on that packet right now. Like I said, we're uh, in the next two months or so, we're going to have a video for everyone to see as a sample work. And uh, when that happens, I will push it out on my socials. I'll put it out on my website, Mac Griffin VO. You see it on, on the screen, M-A-C-K. G-R-I-F-F-I-N-V-O dot com. 
Okay. Um, and then you can find me on socials at, at, uh, at Mac Griffio and uh, at Mac Griff 909. 909. Yep. M-A-C-G-R-I-F-F 909. That's my Twitter account. I like it. Good stuff. So, yeah, make sure you check out all the things that Mac's got going on. And it was great to have you on today. I really appreciate it. I always love having a good conversation with you. Oh, I love having I love having a conversation Good stuff. with you. Good oh, yeah. stuff. Oh, I almost forgot. I wish I hadn't forgot. Um, I have a TV series coming out soon. Ooh, it's called okay. Planet Wild TV. Um, okay. You can find it on TBD and TBD.com. Uh, it'll okay. be coming out here in the summertime. And think of it as uh, National Geographic. You can also, uh, National Geographic, Discovery Channel, as well as America's Funny Some Videos. All Kind of like all meshed up in one. All it's meshed up in one. Yeah, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, um, because uh, I said it earlier, I forgot. I I knew I would forget. Um, I have a digital brochure that people okay. can go to. Um, that was created by uh, Text for Menu, great company here in the Indianapolis area. If you send a message to the phone number eight one two nine or eight one two 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 zero. 3660 and text the word voice then you'll see a digital brochure of for my for me things about awesome. me some samples of uh audio files i've done and my contact information perfect that's a great idea to be able to do that there's a there's a a, a big need for something easy like that we all like easy you know we're all just yep. You know, on the go all the time for something easy like that to be able to pull up. But I think that's great. I'll have to check it out. I know you sent it to me the other day, and I honestly have not had a chance to check it out. I need to check that out. So I know I have been slammed. I'm chasing my tail. My employees will tell you I've barely been like, yeah, it's been crazy. But well, you have anyway. like, you still have like three whiteboards still in the back of your office full of stuff, too. I know. That's my life. It's like my brain. That's my, that's what my brain looks like. That's why I'm always just anyway anyway we, we better though. thank you i appreciate it i love y'all too and um until next time i'm maria daniels with successfully chaotic with matt griffin voiceover actor and all around nice fella so oh, thank, thank you so much for